Entrepreneur Podcast with your hosts, Miranda and Razi, a podcast for both new and established estheticians to learn and grow your business. So let's get this shit started. Hi guys, welcome back to the new episode of the podcast. Today we are going to talk about how to sell your retail without sounding pushy or so salesy. We're going to dig deep into that topic. So selling retail is a major part of our business and it is really important not just in a from a business perspective but also from the perspective of seeing results with your clients but also it can be very tricky and a very uncomfortable topic for a lot of people because let's let's just say it we are estheticians we're not salesperson so it is really hard sometimes to sell products and tell your clients what to buy what not to buy so today we're going to talk about some of the tips and tricks that has helped me and Miranda selling retail to our clients and getting them very consistent on the products we suggest which is sometimes really hard they want to fucking still buy the <laughs> shitty product yeah. that they have been using and not seeing results with so it's it's a really challenging task but you can achieve results trust me so we're gonna start that and let's get started Miranda you gotta yeah. you gotta start the topic okay let's get started I think when it comes to selling retail it is something that can be tricky right because we don't want our clients to think that we're just pushing things on them um, but when we're treating somebody for something like let's say acne or maybe they have aging skin and they want some anti-aging results um, they have a compromised barrier whatever it is that they're coming to us with and they want help with their skin, they need to understand that it starts at home with the products. And so the first thing we have to do is go in and look at what their routine is. What do you have at home? What are you using? What are you putting on your skin? And unfortunately, more often than not, they're using something that is not suitable for them and not helping. So then we have to be like, so sorry, these are not working. Yeah. And here are some suggestions. But often it it can seem like we're just trying to push retail on them. Yeah, and just make money. That's not the case. We're trying to, we're really trying to help our clients, but it does start with home care because what, 90% of results is going to happen at home? Yeah. And we want you to invest your money into your home care. Also, it is about selling them what they need instead of what they want. Mm -hmm. Or what happens when selling retail would, a lot of estheticians don't keep in mind is that they're thinking some of them still do think that I need to sell these products because I'm also needing to like make commission yes absolutely Mm -hmm. you have to you have to run the business you have to pay bills like everybody else skincare even though it's a really satisfying field and you love like taking care of people's skin but still at the end of the day you have to run your business you can't just rely on giving free things to people and pay your bills so yes you have to come from a business standpoint But second of all, you also come from a point of like delivering results. Mm -hmm. So first thing I would say is that you have to keep in mind when you're selling retail, choosing the products that are going to give you results and going to give you the most results. Like you have to keep the ROI of your client in mind. Mm -hmm. If there's a product like, for example, a moisturizer for $150 and you know the client absolutely needs it and they are going to see results with it because they mainly are suffering with the extremely compromised barrier and that's the main thing they need maybe just sell them that one product you don't need to sell them the whole everything in the beginning Mm -hmm. which is like the second point I want to hit is that 
when you're doing your initial consult, don't line up everything together and tell them you have to buy this, 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 and this. You have to be a little bit of like strategic understanding where your client is coming from. Yeah. During the consult, I sometimes talk talk to them and get to know them a little bit gives me an idea that if somebody is working at McDonald's okay they're coming to see me now I'm not trying to like put somebody down but let's sure. let's address this if somebody's yeah. like making 10 12 dollars an hour mm-hmm. can you like understand that they are not going to be able to buy a 200 dollar product sure. would you be able to understand that if you yeah. can then you can find another alternative way to sell them something that can be in their price point and also deliver them some results. Sure, yeah. So, so beneficial. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And um, it can be really overwhelming to clients, too, to see all of these products in front of them. The average client doesn't know what the hell is in half of these products mm-hmm. or any of them. They, they just don't know. And then when you're throwing all this information at them, even if you are giving them all of the correct information and trying to educate them, it's a lot to take in. It's a lot to remember. And they may go home with six new products, but not know what the hell to do with it. They might be using stuff out of order. Um, actually, funny story. My stepmom, she, I'm, I'm going to put her on blast real quick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she bought um, some products from me. She bought a cleanser and retexturizing lotion. Two really fantastic products. My sister uses the same stuff. And my sister went into my stepmom's shower one day and found the retexturizing lotion in the shower. And <laughs> my sister said, "What?" she's like, Mom, why is this in the shower? And she's like, that's my exfoliating wash. <laughs> no, she did not. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like thinking to myself, "What? She, where have I gone wrong? <laughs> this is she, my own Did mom. she put it on her body? Like No, on her face. So she was washing in her face with um, the lytic retexturizing <laughs> lotion. Girl, this is so funny. This stuff is not cheap. It's like $56, right? Yeah. And she's just <laughs> cleansing with it. And she told my sister a week earlier, she's like, um, I just can't get my makeup off. It's just not coming off with this cleanser. And <laughs> my sister's like, oh, that's Duh. strange. And then she, when she <laughs> finds the lotion in the shower, she's like, this is what you've been washing Did your you face with. Did you explain it to her? Yes, I explained to her before. <laughs> I'm sure you did. did. I'm just questioning <laughs> just to see. Yes, and she's still... <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. I was like, okay, if my own mom did this, like, I can't even begin to understand what, like, a client is going through that doesn't maybe feel comfortable reaching out and asking about um, when to use products or what products are. And so it's like, this stuff just does happen all the time. Yeah. It happened to my own family. And Yeah. I only sent her home with three things. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> Tip number one, sell them what they need, yes. not what they want. Yeah. Tip number two, keep in mind to give them the products that are going to be result driven. Mm-hmm. I know you want to make commission and you want to make money, but keep in mind that you want to give them the product that's going to give them the most ROI and they will come back. Yes. Tip number three, don't start with too many products. Just start with one or two major products that is going to make a difference in their skin because they can get overwhelmed. Yeah. Tip number four, (laughs) well, this is not a tip. Even if you do explain it to them that what to do, they're still not going to do that. Yes, and if a client comes to you and says something is not working and you believe that that product should be working, ask them how they're using it. Yeah. (laughs) When are you using it? How often are you using it? When in your routine do you use it? Because you might just find out that they're washing their face with a lotion. Yeah. 
Yeah. So. Ah. I'm still just thinking about it. It's like it's so how she funny. must have felt using that. I'm probably like, hey, this is this doesn't She's work. Probably like Miranda <laughs> is selling me some bullshit. Like, yeah, she is working me over. We yeah. we got it under control. Things are going good now. That's really good. I'm glad that she's able to actually use the product the right yeah, way. I was like, like, thank God, Caden went in the shower and was like, "What is this doing here?" <laughs> They use the same exact products. Uh, they have the same exact skin type. Wow. And daughters. That kind of makes sense. So yeah. I'm like, oh, thank God that um, yeah. she was there and caught that one. That's so crazy. Yeah. I would not think uh, think about that. New, um, I bought her a new well, at least, <laughs> Well, at least your mom actually has it in her freaking shower. My yeah. mom doesn't. If my mom keeps her the products I would get her, it would be in the drawer and it would just expire. And after oh next year gosh. when I go visit her and I'm like, didn't I buy this like last year or something for you? I gave it to you and you like, and at this point I'm like, you know what? I'm not even like, you know what? Don't even use anything. It's not even taking advantage of us? Come no. on. So another thing that you're going to really encounter during the time when you're selling retail to your clients is when they're using the shittiest products you can ever <laughs> imagine. And I'm sure every esthetician has done that. They have used those products as well. That's oh, why yeah. we know it's shitty. That's why we know it's not going to work. I don't want you to come from a judgmental point. I see a lot of estheticians still on social media. The way they sell retail is that uh -uh, if you're not buying um, medical grade or professional grade, yeah. uh, you're this and that. Or like, why? And they say, stop doing this. Stop using this. Yeah, it's Let's don't shame. Ways. <laughs> don't shame people for buying over the counter I'm sure if you go see all these over-the-counter products selling their, their products, they're not talking about, oh, medical grade is extremely expensive. It's not going to work. It's not right. a regulated term. You know what? Come buy it from us. They never do that. Yeah. That's not their sales tactic. Their sales tactic is focused on their ingredient list, the efficacy of their products, oh, the yeah. efficacy of all of that. They're not shit-talking that, oh, don't buy medical grade. So when estheticians tell their clients that oh what you're using is over the counter it's not effective your client is immediately going to be turned off mm -hmm. there is a specific way to explain it to them why this product is not working not because it's over the counter but because it is not suitable for their skin but because right. the ingredient that their skin needs is not available in this product that's why they need to switch over this ingredient because that is what's going to help them so if i have a client who has been for example using um the salicylic face, uh, face wash from Neutrogena, and they've also been using their salicylic exfoliator. And all, what I do is that I tell them that, hey, the best way to treat your skin, I know you have blackheads and whiteheads, the best way to do, deal with them is to first start you with a gentle cleanser. Why is your skin in the, like to begin with, like why is it even having a lot of oil production? Yeah. Maybe you're ripping off a lot of moisture. Maybe it's compensating for with oil. That's why you're probably dealing with this. So let's maybe focus on buying a gentle cleanser and we have different price points in our practice like in in our med spa we have expensive products mm -hmm. we also have most affordable products I like agree. ultra gentle cleanser from face reality is literally literally for 28 dollars yeah. it's not that bad yeah. like it will last you for three months almost and i have used mine for like three months and for a cleanser for to cost you $28 to last for three months, it's a good deal. Yeah. So whether you go buy uh, the Neutrogena cleanser that is not even suitable for your skin, which has salicylic and it's an active cleanser, instead, if you swap it with something that's actually going to help you, you're seeing more ROI. So 
don't ever come from a place of judgment and trying to shit talk to your clients and telling them, oh, you, you're doing wrong, you're using over-the-counter, it's not effective, blah, blah, blah. Focus on telling them what is effective about the product you are telling them to use. Yeah. That's the main thing. I agree. Nobody wants to come in and, like, have their feelings hurt or be told that they're dumb or everything they're doing at home is wrong. Even if everything they're doing at home is wrong, like, we got to find nicer ways to go about it. And so that they know you're coming from a genuine place of wanting to help them out and caring about them and the future of their skin instead of just being like, I know everything, you know nothing, buy my product. Which yeah. is what you do run into quite a bit, actually. Yeah. I've had some clients tell me some pretty bad stories of um, just kind of being talked down to and told, like, what are you doing? Why, why, would, you, why would you use that? Like, yeah. We don't, we don't need to put people down. Also, I always tell people, like, if you love something, if you really love something and it's not causing any problems and you feel like it's helping, keep using it. Yeah, keep using it. I That's... haven't tried every product on earth. I don't have the same skin as you. If it's not harming you and you like it, use it. Yeah. You don't have to use everything in our med spa or everything that I recommend to you. As long as you feel good and healthy about your skin, that's really what matters. And I think not everybody honestly can afford a $150 moisturizer. No. It's just like, there. It's everybody deserves to have good skin. Yeah. And sometimes they can't afford it. I mean, I used to make like $8 an hour. And at that time, I used to count my pennies spending on anything. I'd be very like uncomfortable buying a product that is so expensive. And I don't even know if yeah. it's going to work or not. Because that's my hard work money. So if you really want to help your clients, do understand that they might not be able to afford that product and be a little bit compassionate. They're not being mm -hmm. cheap. Everybody loves to have good, healthy skin, but not everybody can spend and afford that much money. Maybe instead of like giving them, like I said, five to six products, just give them a one good product and tell them, hey, it's completely fine. You cannot afford it at the moment, but this is one of the products I will tell you to 100% use. The rest, whatever you're using, if you're using a cleanser, moisturizer, sunscreen from over the counter and it's helping, that's completely fine. I really feel bothered by looking at most of the content on TikTok or Instagram. Yeah. I immediately scroll because it really bothers me. As estheticians, you should come from a place of compassion. You should come from a place of understanding. That's why you're in this field. You shouldn't be shaming people for not being able to afford it. And if they can afford it and they're still using shitty product, then I'll be like, you know what? Come <laughs> yeah. on. Like, you can't afford it. I know yeah. you can afford it. Let's, yeah. let's focus on good products. But I'm talking about, like, not everybody's in that same category. Not everybody can afford. So I see a lot of that on TikTok. It really, I don't know, it really just bothers me. I, I, I don't know. I sometimes just try not to comment on the video because I know it's going to start like a like whole drama and I try to avoid it. But the yeah. moment I see an esthetician talking about it, I'm like, come on, we, we are losing credibility here. Yeah, because the internet's so judgmental and just mean. It's just a mean and judgmental place. Like, yeah. I wish we could just delete it all and forget it ever, ever existed. Oh, my God. <laughs> like I, I would... just want to get rid of it. Oh, if I had, like, if it wasn't for the business, I swear I would not have Instagram. I, I would know. not have TikTok. I, I loved one and a half month or two months that I was off social media. I loved yeah, my life. Yeah, I was, like, drinking my coffee in that <laughs> morning, and I was like, damn, I don't have to post this coffee. And you probably had, like, less anxiety, too. So this. much less anxiety, yes. It was so, so good. Sleeping better. Yeah, not worrying about algorithm, because sometimes you just post shit ton of content, and it does <laughs> get nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Media. Yeah. 
it's okay. It's okay. This is positive, though. <laughs> All positive yeah. things. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, another thing that we want to touch on is selling them what you believe in. I think it's really important to sell products that you've put on your own skin, that you've tried, and that you currently use or have used and that you really love, that you've seen results in on yourself and in clients, too. Um, if you're just selling something you know nothing about, you're not going to be able to answer any questions for them. So if they message you that they're purging or that something strange happened, is this normal, etc. right? Clients are always messaging us, is this normal after they start a new product? How are you supposed to respond if you've not tried it yourself? Yeah. Also, it's going to be very hard to sell products that you don't believe in and that you don't love. People are going to catch on to the fact that you're just selling them something to sell it. Yeah. Right. It's much easier to sell something when you're passionate about it and you truly believe in it. And when people can look at your skin and be like, oh, my gosh, your skin looks so good. You can be like, thanks. This is what I'm using. I love these products. It's changed the course of my skin. Yeah. 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 You have to actually test and try it on yourself. Um, and unfortunately, sometimes it's not going to be a good thing because if you are the guinea pig, yeah. just be ready for your skin to get fucked up because my skin goes through the season of like being so good because my products are working and I'm like, oh, yeah. I got to test this thing now. And it's really important for me to test it because I can confidently tell somebody to buy it. Yeah. Now, back in the time when I used to work at the Arches Threading Lounge, we used to have the um, Dermalogica line. I wasn't fully trained in Dermalogica, first of all. They just wanted us to sell the products. And second of mm. all, I wasn't using the product myself, all of it. I was only using the micro exfoliant and one of the other uh, cleansers. That was the only thing I was using. And that was the only thing I could sell because, and they were, my boss was like, why are you not selling other stuff? I'm like, I don't know. Like, what, what do they do for the skin? I have no idea. Yeah. If I don't have any idea what it's going to do, how can I confidently sell that? Yeah. And when you are selling from the place of like, hey, I really care about your skin and I want you to see the best fucking results. Trust me, your clients are going to come back and buy it from you. Yeah. They always will because they know that you care for them. They would bring their business to you. You have to show that compassion and that care to them. They would 100% uh, bring their business to you. It has happened with me. And sometimes I do tell my clients that, hey, even if you don't want to buy it from me, it has happened. In the past, I've had clients, they were so hesitant. And one of the clients even said that, oh, are you like being like all the other estheticians who are selling me products? I said, listen. The same line that I'm carrying, you can buy it from the brand. You can also go and buy it from this esthetician in this area. Yeah. I want you to go buy it from there. I don't even need your commission. Keep it. Yeah. Because I am not selling you this because I want to make the money. Yes, of course, I want to run my business and I want to make income. But I'm selling you in an ethical way because I've used this product. I use it personally on myself. And... I want you to buy it. If you don't want to buy it from me, I would absolutely want you to be on these products because I cannot do the treatments I want to do without these products. Yeah. I want to see results. You're going to fuck up my results from the treatment that I'm going to do. So please go to this esthetician and go buy them. Yeah. And it has happened that for three, four months, they didn't buy anything from me. But this client eventually understood that I was really genuinely caring for her. So she eventually switched on with, from all the products and she, she started buying my product. Don't think of it as of like a sprint. Think of it as a marathon. It's not like mm -hmm. I want you to buy all the things right now. If you're selling them everything in the first console, just sometimes be ready that they're not going to come back, especially if they're hesitant. Yeah. Sell them slow by slow. Let them know what these products do. What is it for? 
why they should be using, why is it important to be combined with the, with your home care, uh, with the treatment yeah. that you're doing. Then they will slow by slow transition. Recently, we, I had a client who was uh, who had a lot of rosacea and a lot of like compromised barrier. Mm-hmm. She she came for green peel. I told her that I can't do green peel. We're gonna do DMK. We did the DMK enzyme therapy, and after one session, she never came back. She booked with me again, uh, and she told me that her husband was. Um, he had an accident she couldn't come and I told her I said I just wanted to make sure that you're comfortable with my services and everything she was like no I absolutely love the services I I would love to come to you but I just was having a lot going on that's why I couldn't come so when I saw that she was comfortable enough to share with me and come back and rebook a service with me that was a sign that now I can tell her what she absolutely needs so and I knew that she was on a budget I only sold her the Maestro and those two products that from Epion, the oh, cleanser yeah. and moisturizer. She was thrilled with it. If you cannot buy all the things that I'm telling you, the cleanser, moisturizer, and the Maestro, it's okay. I yeah. understand. Maestro is expensive, so but I still want you to only pick Maestro. It's fine. Yeah. You can still go with the cleanser and moisturizer for another month. Yeah. After a month, we'll switch it. It's okay. We can add things. Yeah, later. we can add. We can add mm-hmm. things slow by slow. She was really happy. She bought the products and I know she will come back because I believe in the product. I yeah. know that it's going to give her results. I know she's going to come back like all the other people who have tried skin better. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be like, I freaking hate you, but I love these brands. Like, yeah. I love everything you're selling me. Take my money. Yeah, they're taking my money. <laughs> I, I just ordered like seven things today from skin better. <laughs> I'm not even yeah. kidding you guys. I think I literally ordered seven things. Yeah. But yeah. Slow and steady wins the race, right? Like, some clients come in and they are just ready for dramatic changes and they just trust you off the bat or maybe they've already been following you for a while or they're just a tr- I'm a trusting person like I am that person that goes and seeks help and like I will just do whatever you tell me until I feel like you're you know I just see how it goes yeah so not everybody just wants to jump in with uh, both feet I guess you could say sometimes you have to build the trust and it takes a while but at the end if you're if you're following your gut, your intuition, and you're doing what's best for your client, it's all going to work out. Especially with social media, what I have seen that TikTok is a place now where I think there's a lot of rivalry going between. Is this the right word that I use? Rivalry, 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 rivalry. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> there's a war Rival, going. <laughs> rival, 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 rivalry. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> rivalry or rivalry, whatever. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> whatever. There's a big uh kind of like um a bad thing going on between most estheticians and influencers. Mm-hmm. I saw yesterday somebody made a video about buying skin better and face reality from their estheticians. They're they're really looking forward to trying these products. And this one influencer who's a very big influencer has almost three million followers. And this person has been after estheticians for a really long time. I'm not going to take the name. If you have encountered him, you know who he is. He literally says that return them immediately. Your esthetician duped you. Their medical grade is not a regulated term. Yes, it is not a regulated term. But you cannot deny the fact that Face Reality and Skin Better are some amazing brands and they do deliver results. It's not about the medical grade term if you take the medical grade term out and you only focus on the ingredient and the formula people have seen results it's worth the money so why are you shitting on estheticians so just be aware that the clients who are coming to see you are also watching people like that on tiktok 
So you do have already people who are against us. So you have to prepare your clients to build that level of trust and stop for the love of fucking God, stop taking the term, using the term medical grade. It is just damaging our reputation. Stop using that word. There are so many better ways you can sell the product. The moment I see the word like medical grade or professional grade, yeah, it's not helpful. With that being said, still sell the same product. Yes. Use a different sales tactic. Yeah, maybe it's that you need to do their clinical training or dive into the ingredient list and learn, learn more about the ingredients themselves instead of just saying this is medical grade skincare, this is going to be better than what you're using at home or over the counter. Like Razia was saying, like focus in on the ingredients and tell them this is what this product has. This is why I think it's good for your skin. And this is this is what I love about it. And this is yeah. what I think you'll love about it too. A small example of it, I'll take it with Maestro. I could tell my client that it's a medical grade, clinical, te- clinically tested and result driven in a product. And you should definitely buy it because your over the counter product is shitty. Right. Okay. I didn't say that. <laughs> what I said is that. You absolutely need this product because it has nine botanical ingredients that your skin needs. It has turmeric, uh, turmeric root extract, which is really going to help with your skin to feel better and the compromised barrier is going to be repaired. It is mainly geared towards like somebody who has sensitive compromised skin. So mm-hmm. all the ingredients that I'm just listing to you right now is going to be very effective for you. So once you use this product for next couple months, we'll be able to do advanced treatments such as the green peel and microneedling. This is just going to get you prepared i could i could say that it's medical grade yeah i would immediately lose her right over there and she'd be like oh so you just want me to spend 125 dollars right now yeah yeah it's there's a reason behind it yeah and we're not picking the prices like (laughs) no i wish we were (laughs) trust me remind people if you need to like we're not picking the prices and a thing that happens to me is i feel guilty a lot of times saying prices out loud right like Telling somebody a moisturizer is $150. Oh, it, it kills me. It is soul-sucking to say these things sometimes. Yeah. But it's the price. What I say is that you're not going to be using this product only for a month. This product, if you're spending $225, it's going to last you for three months. So mm-hmm. if you divide it, it's going to be for three months. Yes. So it's going to last you for three months. The moment you say that, they're like, oh, okay, so it doesn't mean like I have to come back within a month and buy this right. again. Yeah, I think putting the timelines mm -hmm. on things are good for people too because I noticed the same thing, like especially with um, like Epion's cleansers, for example, they do last four months at least, four or five months. Um, Yeah. They a little bit goes a long way. Same with the um, exfoliating lotions. I can get six to eight months out of that stuff. Yeah. So you just tell people the timelines too. It's good for them to hear that That this is not a budget that I need to account for every Every 30 days. Mm Mm-hmm. And some products will last a lot longer than other products. It's not going to be that you're throwing $500 down every four weeks. Yeah. And sometimes people need to hear it because it is overwhelming. Like, Yeah. Always mention is. the timing. I always do that. And the reason um, I think it's very important is that because clients can get very hesitant buying products because they think that they have to come back within four weeks mm-hmm. and repurchase the same thing. But if they know that this product is going to last them for like four or five months, They'll be like, okay, sure, I don't need this product again in four or five months. I'm going to make this investment now, and that's all I need. Yeah. And I I told the client, she was like, do I need to be on this product forever? The Maestro, it's so expensive. I told her, I said, no, give, her, give it three months. Your skin needs to be repaired. 
it would be absolutely amazing if you want to stick with it for the rest of your life. Sure. But if you cannot, it's completely fine. Let's at least try it for three months so your barrier is at least repaired. Yeah. The redness is down so we can proceed with some other advanced treatment. Yeah. And they, she absolutely understood it. And she was like, okay, great. Then I don't have to worry about it. I yeah. would, I would def- definitely buy that. And some things you might start out using twice a day for 30, 60, 90 days, but then once your barrier is restored or, you know, your inflamed acne is down, whatever it is that we're trying to accomplish, that product that you're using twice a day, you might be using once a day now Mm -hmm. or three times a week. Yes. So that also comes into play too. It's a lot at first. It's a lot at first. It's a lot of new information, a lot of product, a bigger line than you're used to working with. It all evens out and levels out um, over time. And it becomes less overwhelming and less of a heavy hit on the pocket. Yeah. Also, uh, when you're keeping your client's budget uh, in mind, the reason it would be easier for you to customize the routine properly and also get them come back and repurchase is that you would know what is going to help them, what's not. So let me give you an example. You have a client. Her budget is $300 that month. What I want you to do is that pick one product that is going to give her absolutely amazing results, which could be an exfoliating product or something that is going to be resurfacing or retexturizing, whatever that is. Pick that product and then add another cleanser or moisturizer from a different brand. When I see that they have a budget of $300, and she's like, this month, this is all I can spend. Um, I don't want anything else. Then I'm not going to add a $150 moisturizer or $90 cleanser. I'm not going to do that. I would rather give her one product that is expensive, that is also effective, that is also result-driven. Then rest two, I pick from face reality. Yeah. Face reality is for everybody. It's not just for your acne clients. And there's also other brands. There's like SkinScript RX. They're also very affordable. There's so many other brands that their moisturizer cleansers or their mists and toners are much more affordable. Yeah. If I'm keeping the sales within the practice, within the practice, what I would do is that I would always add a brand that is affordable price point wise and also effective. So you also have to like cherry pick and like, you know, when you're, you can't just pick everything from one brand and it's fine. You would have clients who would be completely fine with it. But if you don't have those clients and you have clients who are like looking to just um, have a budget and be very like budget driven for those you can always cherry pick pick the products that are most effective and also pick the product that is going to be still effective but also less pricey and something that they can afford that way they will keep coming back that they that way you're still making sales so try to keep the sales within the house and instead of like sending them uh, anywhere else i'm sorry i'm not calling you (laughs) out no i see what you're saying yeah and even just replacing one product or giving them one really great product that's going to make a difference is you're still making a difference you don't have to replace all four to five of their products at home at one time yeah you know it, you're still going to make a difference even though like as estheticians we want to see them getting like all of the best products and yeah having these great results in a short amount of time um it's okay if it takes a little bit longer yeah i mean yeah. for us it the reason we can buy those products honestly easily is because we work with the brands and sometimes mm-hmm. we can get samples sometimes we're like also getting in-house discounts yeah. like things like that which are not available to them yeah we have so, a little more access to it yeah a lot more access oh to way it. way more access yeah. to it actually <laughs> if i was a client i swear like yeah. i would not be able to buy everything from I know, skin better but, but, you but know what? we deserve it 
Yeah. I mean, like, our face is a walking billboard. Yeah. That's what it is. I mean, if... And our clients' faces are walking billboards, too. Yeah. So, if you are suggesting your client exactly what you're using, the brands that you love, it's always going to make them believe in the products more because they're like, okay, my esthetician uses it. So, of course, she's not going to spend her money on some shitty product. So, I will use it, too. So that's one thing that has helped me a lot is like on social media, when I am like making content, I show them what I actually use. And I I tell them, I'm not going to suggest you any product that I have not used. And that's one mistake I have done initially when I started TikTok. I would look into like product ingredient list. I'll be like, yeah, this is something good. But then I don't know. Based on the ingredient list, I can't judge the product. I'm an esthetician. I'm not an influencer. I can't just... Even recommend if you recognize an ingredient in a product I don't know you how don't, effective yeah, it is yeah. and you don't know like what other fillers they're putting in there or how it's formulated yeah. where it's sourced from yeah. made somewhere that it's not not sourced the right yeah. way you know ingredient list really is important but at the same time what is important is like how was it formulated yeah. how was it sourced from uh, we both can make the same dish with the same ingredients. It's going to turn out completely different because how we cook it. Yeah. So you also have to keep in mind who's the chemist, who's formulating yes. the product. Is it been synthetic? Is it straight from the source? Yeah. Yeah. All those things are really important. So I stopped doing that. I was like, now when I have somebody telling me, oh, uh, can I use this product? I'm like, I don't know. I have not tested it. I have no idea. Yeah. So I'm not sure if how effective it's going to be. Yeah. Um, I, know, that's another thing. People do always ask me about products or they're like, what do you think about this line? I'm like, I don't know. I've never used it. Yeah, I've never used I've it, never so I can't it. say. I think, like, don't be afraid or, like, ashamed to tell someone, like, you don't know. Like, I don't know about that line. I've never studied it. I've never used it. Yeah. They're going to appreciate the honesty. We... I don't know why people think just because we have an aesthetics license, we all of a sudden have information on every single product that's ever been made. Yeah, and I also can't confidently say to use something, even if I have used it, unless I have tested it on on some clients. That's another thing. Yeah. Because it might have worked for my skin. I'm not sure if it's going to work for you, unless like I've really tried that with multiple clients. Like face reality, skin better, is clinical, almost like Glymate Plus or Epions. These are brands that we have constantly even used in the back bar. So I am familiar with the formulation. I'm familiar like how it's going to react on the skin. So that's really, really important for you to um, keep in mind that you're only going to be able to suggest, uh, make the best suggestions when you have tested it not only on yourself, but also on other clients as well. Yeah. So when you do have a client who comes to you and be like, hey, can I use this brand? Is it possible if you can review it? Just let them know if you have not worked with the brand or if you haven't tested it, just let them know. I don't know. And I also think that I have a better option because it has this, 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 and this ingredient in it. Yeah. And you might see better results and more ROI from it. Yeah. Everybody at the end of the day is looking at the ROI. Some people ask me like, so what do you think about the um, SkinCeutical Vitamin C and is it comparable with the Ulta Advanced from Skin Better? I'm like, it's like comparing oranges to apples because they're completely different. The reason it's completely different is that 
uh, the ferulic acid, uh, the skinceutical CE ferulic acid has allascorbic acid. It has other ingredients. Even though it's an antioxidant, also advanced is completely different because it has a different patent technology. It has a completely different list of ingredients. And I, I can't, you cannot compare them, even though yeah. they're antioxidants. Yeah. So that's why it's really important to keep that in mind that even though there are brands that could sometimes be like dupe, which is, an, I don't think so, they're dupe. You have to explain that to your clients. Yeah. And they think like, okay, then why not just buy the Skinceuticals one? Which is not bad. I mean, if they want to buy it, but I feel like they would get better ROI with the one from from Alta Advance. Yeah. I I don't know which esthetician, esthetician said. She was like, I'm so tired of listening to Skin Better. I, if I hear one more time Skin Better, I'm going to lose my <laughs> mind. <laughs> I don't know who it was. I completely forgot about it. I was talking to somebody. Someone from Dallas? I, I, yeah I think so I, I I think she's I don't know who said it I, I'm kind of like completely lost about it but it was one of my SC friends she was like I'm so tired of listening to Skin oh Better my <laughs> I'm like a, oh shoot I gotta brand. keep on. yeah it is I mean there are so many other good brands too yeah. but personally like I said I want to look for the ROI which one is going to give me the most results so I use less products yeah which brand is going to cut off all the other bullshit ingredients and just put everything in one and I can just use that one product. Yeah. You know, I feel like sometimes people are almost deterred by like an, I don't want to say an all in one product cause it's not the right, that's not the right thing to say, but you know, if vitamin C versus something that's going to have multivitamins in it. Yeah. I don't know why that turns people off. They're thinking they're not getting as strong of a, a product or do you run into that too? I don't think so. I have actually run into it. I think like, I think people probably think that it could be more irritating. It's probably causing them more irritation. Maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It could know. be I that. I run into that sometimes because they're like, no, I need a vitamin C and I need a vitamin A. Like they want it all. All in one? Yeah, separate. Well, I would love to have a product that can do <laughs> everything. I want like that's yeah, why. You, don't you wish there was an all-in-one, like just a cleanse and then an all-in-one for the middle, and then just moisturizer, like a true yeah. three-step system that yeah. actually did everything. Yeah, it would make it so much easier because a lot of people can do ten-step routine. Yeah. So or five, six, seven-step routine, yeah. and some people sometimes get confused. I. One of my clients, I told her, I said, hey, listen, if you do get confused, just FaceTime me. I'll show you how to use the product. <laughs> I know. Um, I always tell people, just text me. If like if you're getting ready to do your skincare at night and you can't remember what to use when or so on and so forth, I'm always like, just text me. Like, I will, I'll let yeah. you know. And that's another reason I don't like putting too many products in a new client's routine because they will get so confused and they're going to actually yeah. fuck up their skin. Yeah. So the less is more. Just give them one or two products and that's about it. Let them like. Yeah. marinate with that product for a couple months and see like how their skin is doing yeah. and then throw in some couple more and eventually like you would transition them from their yeah. shitty products to a good brand that's actually there they're gonna see results I do ask my clients all the time too like okay what can you actually handle like tell me what you can handle at home what will you actually use yeah don't tell something me that, that you would you stay can... consistent with. yeah don't tell me you can handle five products if you can only handle two like just yeah be, as be honest, honest as you me. can <laughs> yeah I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to help. Yes. Again, my last point is that retail is a must, must thing. Not from the perspective of only your business and making money, but also from a perspective of how your clients are going to see results. Mm -hmm. Always keep in mind the result and in, in, in as like your priority that 
I need to use the product that's going to give me the most results because when you see more results, your clients are going to stay consistent with you. They will keep booking with you. They will keep coming to you. They will keep refer uh, referring people to you because they want to see results. So if you want to be result driven, keep few things in mind, choosing the brands that are effective, that, that are actually absolutely going to give you results. Second of all, don't make your clients just shit on their over the counter. <laughs> yeah. Just don't do that. Don't be mean. <laughs> yes. Third of all, I just customization, cherry picking, keeping in the, in mind what, what is actually going to yeah. work best for them. Be realistic. Yes. And that is what's going to keep them consistent and keep them coming in. Don't throw in everything at once. I think I covered almost all the points that I had in my mind. I hope like I didn't miss anything. If you guys do have anything that we you think we missed and something you guys want us to touch topic on, just just let us know. Yeah. Do you have anything in mind about this topic? No, I feel like we covered everything that we wanted to talk about. Today. Yeah, we want you guys to fucking kill it in the sales. Like, yeah. kill it. Yeah. Sell it. Sell the products that you think are going to be effective for your clients. Make the money and also see the results. Yeah. Like, and we're constantly realizing how we're wording things too. We're, you know, going yeah. about things. I feel like I'm texting you all the time. Like, yeah, she <laughs> tell will. me what two would be best. Yeah, I, I also had to do the same thing the other day. I'm like, what should I add for her? Yeah, it's it's always nice to have another esthetician yeah. around so you can like exchange ideas and like ask them what should you do and what you shouldn't. So yeah, sometimes someone else can see something you're not or yeah. If, yeah, for that reason, if you do run into an issue and you don't know how to sell the products, just just DM us. We'll yeah. maybe like guide you through it or maybe give our a little few of our tips to you guys. Uh, other than that, I don't have anything much left for this topic. Do you? <laughs> no, I don't. I okay, don't. we're not going to like eat your ears out of this, but go ahead and have fun. Enjoy. <laughs> Listen to the podcast. Share it with your friends and family. Uh, DM us if you need to. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> eat your ears. I've never heard that before. I don't know. I, I, I translate it. I swear, I literally translate everything that's in my head in Farsi and I turn it into English and sometimes it doesn't turn out so well. Oh my gosh. Well, um, I translate in my head things from English out loud into English and it still doesn't work out for me. <laughs> so, I have no excuse. Anyways, guys. Keep, keep glowing, glowing, keep growing. Bye. <laughs> Bye.